on maynard.com.au. AU! All right, folks, here we go. Drink, 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 oh fiddly dink, I can dance with a drink in my hand. As Anne Margaret once said to Elvis. And as I once said to Tim Ferguson. Hello. Hello, Maynard. Bunga Bunga 62. Bunga Bunga 62, 62 episodes of Bunga Bunga. Yet people were driving past yelling that out at me. They're saying we've got Richard Saunders working. Hi, Richard. How are you? It's Richard here in the control booth, doing well, looking out for stray kittlers. We're doing great social distancing here. Tim's in Glebe. Where are you, Richard? Nah, he's in Clontoff. You've never even heard of Clontoff, have you? I thought it was like Coventry. It's where you are sent. <laughs> Today on Bunga Bunga, we'll have this. <laughs> We'll have that thing. What's that song you're playing? I don't know. It's just random garbage from my computer. Oh, you're a DJ. And Tim. Here is something that I found that we really shouldn't listen to. My anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. That has minority appeal. It does. Baby got back. Bunga Bunga News. What's been happening in the world of Ferguson? Writing, 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 writing a second new novel and movie script. Oh, I believe it's got one thing. It's called Punishment and Punishment, which I think is a great name for a novel. And I'm writing a new live show too called Smashing Life, which has two meanings. One is it's a smashing life and the other is the verb. Smashing life to pieces. Do you feel you might get some pushback from the residents of Northcote with smashing avocados? Smashed avocados, they're big on them there. Yeah, Northcote. I'm bringing it to Melbourne just to perform it at one of your little boutique bars in a mask. (coughs) Northcote is really asking for it. It's the kind of show that they want. News in my world is I've turned up on Funky Fridays once or twice with DJ Neil Hume. He's doing live streams. Coronavirus numbers are going up, ladies and gentlemen, up. And whose fault is it? It's your fault. (coughs) That's right, it's your fault because you keep going outside. I went to a shopping centre once yesterday and someone put a gun to my head and measured my temperature. I'm not sure that's the way you're supposed to do it. It tends to elevate your temperature a bit. (laughs) What was your temperature? 35.1. Is is that okay, Richard? You're the person who pretends to be smarter than everyone else. Is 35.1 okay? I can Google it for you. We might find out a bit later in the show that I'm actually ill. And also, I discovered people write this down now. Village people turned up in more than one disco movie in 1979. (gasps) They were in a French film that I can't pronounce, but it translates to you've got each other both by the goatee, which is a bad translation. It sounds to me like you're trying to blackmail someone and you've got the other person by the short and curlies. But, you know, the French, they would never say short and curlies. It's not eloquent enough, is it? Not only were the village people in this movie, not only is it not in English, it's also got the Ritchie family. Here's a bit of the theme song from Get Down to This People. I don't know what that meant, but it's very disco. That's the thing with films that are in French. I always say to my friends when they want to go and see a French film at one of those smaller cinemas, I will go and watch it when it's good enough to come out in English. Hello, everyone. I'm going to be doing another live stream fairly soon. I'm just going to do one on Mixcloud because I got booted off Facebook. I thought I wrote that Spandau Ballet song. I thought you did too. What? Didn't you record it? It sounds like you singing. Listen to this. You can clearly hear my cardigan. Well, I'm 
That was you drumming in the background. In case you've not been looking, because you've been hanging out to listen to Tim and me and mainly listen to Tim, I've been putting out a show a week now. There's three one-hour shows, videos of me and Olivia Newton-John. Olivia, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. Absolutely. 20 years since this album Can came out, Can you believe? Hey? Next year is exactly 20. Do you still look like Sandy? It's like I'm chatting to Sandy in a business suit. She's grown <laughs> up and gone to college. Have you ever been Sandy on the live stage? No, show? I've never done that. Interviews with Tom Jones. I put out a rude special with me wearing a latex catsuit. Yes, I needed some quiet time by myself after I saw that. Get on to those. Maynard.com.au I see you've had an art auction, Tim. Yeah, I sold a piece of art for the ASRC, which is a group that was raising money for people who are refugees and all sorts of comedians. Judith Lucy. You could have dinner with Judith Lucy, and I think it raised over $2,000. You wouldn't want to be eating much. You want to be listening. Basically, you're going to a listening session with food with Judith Lucy. The dinner finishes when you say it finishes. That's why I decided to send it an artwork instead. But it sold for an astronomical sum. Which one did you send? This one was a cat one. It was six moods of the cat. And the cat's identical in every frame? Pretty well. Let's open the crank mail, Tim. Crank mail, crank mail, crank mail. Hang on. I'm pretty sure there's some urination going on there. You would think so, wouldn't you? But it's Niagara Falls when it froze over in 1907. The whole of Niagara Falls froze. And that is the sound of the only trickle that was coming down from Niagara Falls. Let's have a listen. Tim, we have got a lot of crank mail here. Thank you to everyone that wrote to us about all these sort of things. There are a few Kittler-related questions that have come up. Through our Bunga Bunga Facebook page, Lead-Lined Clothy is asks, what does Kittler think of the Dog Lives Matter movement? Yes. Dog Lives Matter. I know that a play on Black Lives Matter, very important issue, but the Dog Lives Matter, look at photographs of Stalin playing with his dogs. Dogs will follow anybody. Dogs will agree with anyone. People look at photographs of Hitler. What was Hitler famous for? He loved dogs and dogs loved him. The trouble is you don't see these vicious, horrible, despicable men with their cats. Ah, there's Hitler and his cat. It's not that they have taste. They make the right decision not to really like anybody. Great name for a band, Hitler's Cat. I don't know if anyone (laughs) would book you. Uh, Richard, have you seen a photo of Hitler with a cat? No, no, I was just thinking of Blofeld from the James Bond series. Cats have better taste in the fact that they don't really like anybody. (coughs) Dogs, their politics is atrocious. Well, this leads into the next question, again about Hitler. What has Hitler been up to? He's learned how to close doors. He's got strong feelings about that statue of a dog down at the QVB building. <laughs> when I was driving through Gundagai, I had to keep him in his box. Crank mail! Mark Dawson asks, has Kitler met Maud and Hen? Maud and Hen are the two cats from the same litter that Richard owns. Richard, have uh, you seen Kitler at your place? Late at night, there's a cat that comes to visit and my two cats can scratch at the door and I never quite see what this cat's up to. To learn what I know about Kitler, Tim, I doubt that he's going to go to another suburb. But they do send TikTok 
messages to each other, little videos that they make. And people are all like, ooh, how cute. Occasionally they go, meow, meow, destruction. It's very worrying. DJ Ravioli's cat, he looks pretty good too. So look up DJ Ravioli on TikTok. He's always doing things to his cat, including bathing it. The cat seems to be okay with it. It's not happy, but it's putting up with it. Have you ever tried to bath Kitler? No, no. <laughs> Let that cat lick himself. <laughs> He's got to do something around the house. That would be a great opening line for Franklin Roosevelt. Let that cat lick himself. I'm sorry. That was a post-it note from the wife. Sorry. I just think it's a great start to a speech. Well, may we say, God save the Queen. Let that cat lick himself. Our Patreons are the people who really bring you this show. You're paying nothing for this show, and the Patreons are bearing the weight of it, and you can hear them groaning in the background. Sometimes for as little as $100 a month. No, $1. One, that's a point zero zero next to it, Tim. So, oh, um, $1 a month, and you get all this. The amount of work we put into this. Our Patreons are the people who really bring you this show. They had begun to consider the government of the United States as a mere appendage to their own affairs. And we know now... Let that cat lick himself. And I can assure you that we will keep our sleeves rolled up. Crank mail! Grant McCarran writes, great Patreon, and thank you for your Patreon donation, Grant, every month. He asks, should we be doing drug tests on our parliamentarians? Fairly interesting thing, but what he means is actually testing the drugs on the parliamentarians. <laughs> Before they go into the House or the Senate, they should have a tab of acid and an ecstasy and see how they handle question time. Might improve the whole thing with a bit of candy flipping. Now, man, and what's this candy flipping? That is when you combine acid and MDMA together. That's called candy flipping. And there was a band called Candy Flip whose only hit in Australia was Strawberry Fields Forever. They did have a follow-up, which I played on The Breakfast Show on Triple J. Which no one's ever heard. Yeah. So what do you think? You've met a few politicians in your time. It's on record that Canberra is Australia's cocaine capital. There's more usage of cocaine in Canberra per capita than anywhere else in the country, including Hobart. Well, I only include Hobart because... Why not? <laughs> That's not. I've got to say, when it comes to state capital cities, it could get the biggest laugh. It you know? certainly would explain why they run on at the mouth when they're in Parliament House. Blah, 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 blah. Recently, Bob Catter dressed as the Grim Reaper and ran around Parliament House. You can only imagine if all the politicians had had a bit of reefer making them slightly paranoid. If he'd come running in, that really could have sent them back to their electorates. Only way that could have been better is if he was on roller skates as the Grim Reaper. 
both think that's a great idea, Grant, and we suggest you get right onto it. It's not legal. It wouldn't be fair, and they've probably taken care of the problem anyway. Crank mail. Bibi LeBrox of Brisbane. What would you rename Redskins? Popular lolly? I've never been a big fan on them myself. They're a bit sticky, a bit gummy. I think why not just simply call them Reds? Wait a second. That's deeply offensive, Maynard. Who too? Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. Communists. Um, China. People who wear red. People uh, who see red. Arnold see Schwarzenegger, red. red Heat. Red Sonja. The least loved Conan film. So we probably could get in more trouble with reds. I don't know. What's your idea, Tim? Sugar and chemicals, which is basically what it is. That could improve sales. Because if I'm walking past, (laughs) sugar and chemicals, tell me more. You could go with the Repo Man answer. If you remember in the Repo Man movie, everything in stores just had a simple thing like food. Drink. Yeah, sugar with chemicals says what it is, and it's hard to ban. Oh, wait a second. Hang on. Crank mail. Glenn Whitfield asks, what's the most embarrassing thing to happen to you on stage or TV? Maynard, you've done a lot of DJ work and a lot of performance work, and you've also got a trombone. You were with the Castanet Club. Lots of chances for there to be screw-ups. Plenty. Only ones I can think of lately is when I've done interviews and they haven't gone well and I've had to spend a lot of time editing it. Classic example of that recently was when I spoke to George Arab. After 10 o'clock at night, my time, and before 8 o'clock in the morning, his time, so we were at completely different <laughs> ends of the day. And there was lots of, um, Aaron, huh? That was a fabulous interview. It, it sounded like you were in the same room having exactly the same metabolic experience. He wouldn't shut up about the kick drum from the Bee Gees. Oh, yeah, like we care. Mind you, it is a pretty good kick drum. I actually found a track of just the kick drum and the bass and the background music without the vocal. Have a listen to this kick drum. If you ain't got this kick drum, you ain't got a drum. Where do you find these things? I happen to find that on YouTube. Haven't heard of it. Thing with being embarrassed on stage, it's not going to happen because both Maynard and I do very energetic performances. There's no time to stop and reflect and be embarrassed. Crank mail! Stephanie Vallon writes, when did Maynard drop the F-sharp crabs from his name? I've been asked that. More times than you would think. When I got booted out of Triple J, I went and worked at New FM in Newcastle for six months. When I went there, Maynard Chef Crabs, that's going to be too confusing for a Newcastle commercial audience to understand. Can we just make it Maynard? I said, fine. I remember I played Salt and Pepper and people rang up and complained. Oh, they just talk the song because they can't sing. Actual right. phone call. That station today plays Enya and only Enya. If you are about to drop off the perch, that's the one you want. Tim has experienced a lot of things in his life, but we're going to put him into a place in history and ask him, so what would you have done, smartass? Are you ready? Well, I am ready, but I wasn't told this would be happening. The place is Canberra. Canberra? Ah, yes, I know it well. The year is 1934. I've forgotten everything about 1934. You are Attorney General to the Lions Government, Robert Menzies. Ah, yeah, I like both those guys. Lyons was famous for never getting anything done. Very popular for not getting things done. A bit like Steve Brax in Victoria. Very popular. Didn't do anything. 
Well, I guess it's a pre-war government. I mean, you only had the Great Depression to deal with. Sitting around on your hands mightn't have been a bad idea. They haven't even named a set of swings after lions in Canberra, apart from the suburb of lions, which has no swings. They had an anti-Nazi activist who wanted to come in the country and tell people how evil the regime was. This is 1934. Egon Kish. He was a communist and anti-war activist. And there's your problem. Attorney General Robert Menzies said he's a prime example of the dangerous extremism the Lions government wished to keep out of Australia. None of this Antifa nonsense going on. He decided he was going to visit Australia, tried to sneak off the boat, in the process broke his leg. People applied to the High Court going, oh, he's got a broken leg, can we let him in? And they went, no. And they said, we can let him in if he passes the immigration test. The immigration test at that time was a strange one. It was a dictation test in any European language. So they thought, ah, we'll try him on a couple of them. They tried him on Portuguese, Romanesh. He was quite a well-travelled Jewish-German-Czech, so he knew all the languages that they tested him on. So they decided that they'd test him on Scottish Gaelic. He had to write out the Lord's Prayer in Scottish Gaelic. So little use even in Scotland that even the Scottish person who was examining him had never heard of it. And he failed that, so he wasn't allowed in. So they went back to the High Court, and the High Court pointed out that blocking people from visiting Australia if they are unable to speak a language chosen by the government that's not actually the language of Australia is not a very good test. Communists. So what would you have done? You are Robert Menzies. You've got to block this guy. Obviously, the Scottish Gaelic test has failed. What would you come up with next? I would just say talk like a Tasmanian. Who even knows what they sound like? There is a little bit of Kiwi in there that they deny if you're listening in Tasmania. I bet you're already saying, no, we don't. We've never done it. I would just say talk like a Tasmanian. And whatever he says, you just say, no, that's not it. Those were the days when being an anti-Nazi was almost as poorly regarded as it is in America today. Tim Ferguson, as the Attorney General of Australia in 1934, and what a good job you would have done then too. What would have been your next thing after that? Next thing I'm going to tackle? Well, having stopped the communist against fascists, I would have stopped the communists against communists. because they're always fighting each other. If you know a Marxist, ask them about Spartacists, and you will get 10 minutes of bile and fury. I hate you! I hate you more! Hey, communists, work together or not at all. What brand of socialism are they green left weekly people? Green left weekly people, they're the vegan end of communism. Usually private school educated boys who are furious with father. They're absolutely furious until they move into banking. Control room again. Tim Kittler is driving me mad in this room. Is he playing with the leads again? It's everything. My arm, the case, everything. Well, it's because you keep moving. Look, see, just move your arm around again. See? His eyes are fixed. (sighs) Any cat owner will know what that is, where you just move your hand around and they've just got their eyes fixated on the hand. Whenever he touches a control, Kittler wants a part of it. Do you think he's he's trying to broadcast to some U-boats off the coast? He probably is. Don't expect too much. Now it's time. Tim Ferguson gets to speak his mind because goodness knows he doesn't do it enough. That's for sure. (laughs) One thing, I wish Tim would just tell us what he really thinks, but what he's going to do right now, Tim Ferguson's right of reply to a question nobody asked. People often ask me, is there something you can't say? Are there things that you can't say anymore? Well, the Doug Anthony All-Stars, if you were around today, do you think they would have let you blah, 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 look? 
It's comedy, and comedy is based upon truth. You make people laugh by surprising them with the truth, no matter how much they may find it uncomfortable. So I would say to any new comedian, don't worry about what people are going to censor. Speak the truth as you see it. Put it out there, because... Even if you try to please the audience or at least not offend them, you'll offend someone if only the comedy fans who were expecting a little bit more for their 20 bucks a ticket. Do you think people just can vote with their feet? If you find a comic offensive, just don't go see him. Don't go see him. There's no point in saying close that comedian down. All comedians are a little bit offensive. Not everybody can agree about any comedian. Lighten up, people. Hang on a minute. I have never heard anyone say a bad word about Pam Ayers. Pam Ayers infuriates me, Maynard. She <laughs> makes me feel uncomfortable. Fair enough. Then all those statues of us got to go. Yeah, her Suffolk poetry from 1970 about gardening. I am sitting in the garden thinking thoughts of propagation, of sowing and of nurturing the fruits my work will bear, and the place won't know what's hit it. Once I get up from my chair. <laughs> Making those tweed jokes, it gets me so mad. My Secret by Pam Ayres. I'm on the telly all the time with poems what I wrote, suppressing giggles in me cheek and chuckles in me throat. I'm now going to surprise you. Forgive me if I brag about my well-kept secret. I'm Benny Hill in drag. <laughs> do you think this will continue on or we're thinking at a bit of a blip here? What do you think is the long-term pattern all people need is something to actually be more worried about. If you're trying to silence comedians, there are too many of them now. The Melbourne Comedy Festival has over 500 separate acts performing sketches. You can't police all these things. Maybe avoid the low-hanging fruit of comedians and deal with the politicians, deal with people in power. If you want to ban a comedy show because they have offensive references... You don't have to ban it. You just have a little thing before the show saying, this comedy show from 1972 contains offensive references. Where do Hale and Pace sit in all this? I know. London, full of bloody foreigners. We would like a drink or drink or small cock, big cock. Exactly. God, no. Tim, it's good to hear you speak those powerful words, even if it isn't on your balcony and no one's listening. Make sure you put some canned laughter in there. Just say something importantly powerful and we'll do that once again, Tim. Here's Winston Churchill saying something important. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. You've been listening to Bunga Bunga 62 now, and I think with the world in crisis, we have to go out with the seminal village people track, Hot Cop. Victor Willis was the cop that would police the dance floor to make sure that everyone's dancing. As I like to say, he's a hot cop because disco lives matter. Uh, Maynard, all dancing matters. All dancing matters. And as the leather man himself says in a very famous line from Thank God It's Friday. Dancing! Everything else is bullshit! Take that thought with you, people, as we finish up Bunga Bunga 62. <laughs> we want to thank all our patrons. Please become a patron of Planet Maynard, patreon.com slash Maynard. And just $1 a month, we'd really appreciate it. And you get special little show every month, Tim. You bet you will. So it's Bunga Bunga from me. And it's Bunga Bunga from him. Bunga Bunga. How you doing? It's Felipe, a Native American Indian from the Village People. And I'm sitting here with Maynard.
Cowabunga. Get on down, y'all. Where's your leather cat suit? I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Let that cat lick himself. Meow, meow. On Maynard.com.au. AU. Bryson and Hume. Everything digital.